Good morning to everyone except the people who think the baseballs are the reason nobody's hitting over 250. I'm Steve Armato with Daily Dingers, and I'm back with our favorite Tuesday co-host, Steve Inman. Steve, how are we doing today, sir? Steve, I'm great. Thanks for having me on Daily Dingers once again. Uh, we missed up on our Nerfy last week. We got everything else right, so hoping to do the same again, but with that Nerfy correct. Yes, I think we're going to – listen, today's the day that the Nerfy has to hit in my opinion, mainly because we haven't been great on this show um, since uh, like Thursday. So today's going to be the day. But before we get started, so our nervy last night was actually Glasnow, Lynn, White Sox, Rays. Glasnow left the game in like third or fourth inning with um, – he was shaking his arm. I don't know what's going on. That's not great news. So like how do you think this affects the AL Cy Young race now? Well, I think it definitely hurts Glasnow for sure. I mean, you've seen the Tampa Bay Rays. They put kid gloves on him. They put kid gloves on Snell and Chris Archer over the years. Like literally all these big-time pitchers they've had, they've treated with absolute care. I don't see why this would be any different. This is a guy who's never really pitched a long span in the big leagues before. So I think if there is anything wrong with him with the right elbow inflammation, he's going to be out for a bit, which I think really kills him in this uh, young race. There's plenty of other guys out there. We were talking about it before the show. How about Lance Lynn, Steve? Your guy, he is lighting it up, 151 ERA, leading the American League. Who could have seen that coming? I, You know what? Nobody could have seen that coming. I've always thought Lance Lynn is like pretty good. I've always thought of him as like a good three, and he's been an absolute stud this year. I also – me and Jack talk about this a lot. I also think he needs to be like the spokesperson for Bush Light because he looks like he just crushes bush lights. Like, that's just how I feel about the guy. But between – so now like, we, we're talking about this. Between him and Rodon, right? Yeah. You got him and Rodon in that White Sox rotation, and Giolito hasn't been good. So you're thinking – this is your guy. You yeah. really like okay. Giolito. No, I'm bullish on Giolito. He was my pick for Cy Young before the year. Obviously, you don't feel good about that right now, but at the same time, I still would like to throw a little bit of money on him at plus 5,000 on points bet to win this Cy Young. Yes, he's been the third best starter in that rotation, but at the same time, you know, Lanzalin has never done this for a full season before, and Collar Throwdown is not going to be a guy who's pushed to the limit especially for a White Sox team that has bigger aspirations, right? They're trying to win a World Series. They're going to need him in that rotation in the playoffs. So I really believe they're not going to push him much past, you know, 150 innings or so. So I really believe that uh, Giolito is a guy who could do this. He's had these streaks before, Steve, right? Like he's been a guy who's had a two ERA for, you know, two and a half months. He does that here. He's right in the thick of that Cy Young race. There's no reason to think he can't do that again. He's in the thick of the Cy Young race if he does that, and the White Sox win that division by like 15 games as well. So I, you know what? I, I do like that because the thing is a lot of times with these awards, especially Cy Young, right? We have guys that it's right now. It's only, it's mid June right now. So we have guys that'll go, that could go on these runs and carry their team. And now they're winning these awards. So I think Giolito could definitely be that guy. Like what's the reason he can't. And like we say he's had a down year, right? He's had a down start. Like it hasn't been that bad. I mean, he has a 3.8 ERA, which is not good, but he's got 96 strikeouts in 75 innings, a 1.11 whip. Like, this is not a guy who is like badly struggling right now. I mean, he has not been as good as we want him to be, 
but you know, 11 strikeouts per nine, you know, he, he's a borderline all-star, I think at this point. And again, it just takes one streak, a streak that like Lance Lynn is on right now. And you're right there at Cy Young. So I like that a lot better than going with these higher end guys like Garrett Cole or Shane Bieber, who do have some warts in their Cy Young case. They do already, but like, they're not even, I don't think Cole's having like a great year and Bieber hasn't had a great year. So there's no reason why one of these guys behind them can't win this award. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I mean, at this point, I think at this very moment, you'd say it's Lance Lynn to lose, which is crazy. But I agree. So early. I agree. Let's go. My guy, Lance Lynn. I'm just going to, I'm just going to pump that up for the rest of the year. So now listen, we got to get our best bets today. The board is actually pretty terrible as a whole. Um, but what are you looking at? What's your best bet today? My best bet today is going to be the Milwaukee Brewers. They've won 14 of 17 games. I'm always a believer in trying to go with the hot hand, right? They're facing Luis Castillo, who's been a little better, but at the end of the day, not as good as he was last year. He's still walking far too many people, even in his most recent starts. A 647 ERA on the year, Steve. Milwaukee's been red hot, no, uh, Minus 110 on the day. I really like them. And uh, look, Brett Anderson is not a, a great pitcher. He's not a good pitcher, but that bullpen is super. You know, Josh Hader is, is elite. Devin Williams is back to what he was doing last year. So I really believe that uh, they're the pick today. And so I also like the reason I like that is because like the Reds, mainly Castillo, he doesn't really pitch well on the road. So it's not that it's not that the Brewers lineup is like, so good that they're going to light him up. It's just, he's, he hasn't been good. He's going to walk some guys and he's probably going to give up a bunch of hits. He just hasn't, his ERA is still a seven. He's pitched better and his ERA is still like a six, nine. So not, not amazing. The Brewers are really starting to take off. Um, So I like where you're going with that. I'm going to, for my best bet, I'm, I had to get a little creative here because there's a lot of things I dislike about everything going on today. Um, I'm actually going to go back to our, our boys, the White Sox. I'm going to raise White Sox first five, but I'm going over four and a half. So I got that at minus 104. So here's what I'm looking at. The White Sox absolutely just, they mash lefties. There's no, it's no secret. We all know that. And the kid McClanahan who's pitching for the Rays tonight, he's given up seven runs, 10 hits, and five walks over his last six and the third innings. So if the White Sox, they all they need to do is get a couple guys on early. He's going to give up some hits. They could hit this over themselves in the first two innings. Now, on the other side, the White Sox throw Dallas Keuchel. He's coming off what's probably his best start of the year. Here's the thing. The Rays struggle with lefties who strike out a lot of guys. Keuchel, Keuchel does not strike out a lot of guys. He's really a soft tosser. He gives up a lot of hard contact. I think the Rays are going to hit him. I think both teams are going to score early. I like the over four and a half because the bullpens are actually pretty good. So give me the first five over four and a half and give me the minus one Oh four. Yeah. I like that a lot. Again, these, this could be our ALCS, right? Like this should be a big, big matchup. I think everybody's going to be ready to go. You're always worrying about these kind of things. Like who's going to sit and like, I believe in these big matchups like this, they're going to play everybody to their fullest. So I, I like that. And uh, I might ride you. I ride, ride with that with you today. I mean, let's do it, baby. Let's go. And like I, the thing is, too, I like I like what you said there. In this situation, they're playing their guys. Yeah. Because especially, I mean, look, it's you don't really get matchups like this often in the season. These are the two best teams in the AL out. I don't I think they they are probably better than the A's, although the A's are really good too. But 
this matchup's insane. I don't see them sitting guys, especially Tony Larusa. He's old school. He wants his guys to play every single day, all twelve innings, and not swing at three o the three o pitches. So it's yeah, fine. he's probably the only manager who's not getting any feedback about his lineups, right? That's like, true. Tony Larusa is not accepting that. He did not come here to let some uh, Harvard guy and give him a lineup. That's, so I really believe he's going to play all these guys all year long, whether that's you know good or bad for the team. We'll see. Absolutely. So now, underdogs. It's it's really a a, a uh, the underdog slate isn't good. Um, what do you have? I mean, mine, I'm not really, we'll go into mine later, but what do you have for your underdog here? I'm actually going with the Tigers plus 115 in Kansas City. You know, batters are hitting only 172 against Casey Mize in his last, you know, seven starts. So I really believe in him. The Royals are not really anything special, right? Like, you know, they're a contact team that doesn't hit for a lot of power. So, like, he's limiting hits. And they don't homer. So it's like that's a recipe for success, right? So I'm going with them. I understand they won last night as well. But, you know, the Tigers could win two in a row in in, a, in what is going to be a miserable season, right? And Casey Mize is – I feel like Casey Mize is slowly turning into the guy that they thought they drafted, right? Well, yeah, him and, and Tariq Skubal is striking out everyone. So like they have something there in that rotation. They have more pitching coming up. So like this Tiger team could turn it around pretty quickly if they can find some offense. Yes, I think they're they're definitely a couple years away from that, but everything is built on pitching. You have a good rotation, you you're gonna win a lot of baseball games. So this this could turn around. I do I like that. That you know what? As an underdog, it's not like a big underdog tonight either. And like the Tigers, Mike Miner's like the definition of mediocre going for Kansas City. And they've lost five in a row a couple times this year. So I, I like that. I'm all right. This is, this is my underdog and this is gross and disgusting. The line isn't even out yet um, because the team I'm picking doesn't even have a starting pitcher yet. But I'm taking the Diamondbacks on the money line. I don't care what the line is. I'm taking the Diamondbacks tonight against the Giants. I feel like I need to do this. The D-backs are a complete disaster. So they've lost 11 straight, and they've lost 20 straight on the road. They're due. 20 straight. Now it's like they're due, yes. But here's the thing. San Francisco's starting rotation is really good, and you're not getting any of those starters tonight. You're getting an opener. So, so San Francisco's throwing an opener tonight. I don't know who the D-backs are throwing yet. It's probably some guy that nobody on the on the Giants has seen. I just think, regardless, law of averages here, they're going to have to win a game. They're going to have to win a game on the road. And if they're getting one in San Francisco, it's going to be tonight because now you got these Scafani tomorrow. They're not winning that game with Merrill Kelly on the mound. So if they're going to win a game, it's got to be tonight. Whatever the line is, I'm actually going to protect myself, though. I'm going to do plus one and a half, and I'm going to do the money line. Let's just go Diamondbacks. Like, we got to end this kid. That's it. Yeah. So like, I really did not like this at all when we were talking about this before the show. And then you brought up something that was a good point. That's something that our guy Kenny Betts Big always says, you know, pick against the public. Everyone's going to be picking the Giants today. No one's going to pick the Diamondbacks on an 11-game losing streak, right? So like, that's the one thing I can say that is a positive for this. It's just for me, you know, this might just be one of the historically bad teams. Yeah, like, they're a terrible team. Historically bad season, but dude, they're, they're twenty and forty-seven. Like they're unreal bad. They have some vets who sh- who hit like Eduardo Escobar and Cattell Marte. So it's like this is not a nineteen you know sixty-two Mets situation. Like this is a team that can still you know Christian Walker. They have some guys who could still hit Carson so, like, Kelly. Carson Kelly. So like, there's no reason for me to think that they can't 
squeak one out against, as you said, the Giants' fifth starter, you know, so, and they're due. Just one game. That's all I'm asking for is one game. I had a friend ask me how many times I'm going to let the Diamondbacks screw me on this podcast. You know what? Maybe just one more time. The last yeah. time. Last yeah. time. This is the last time. We're winning. Look, they're winning tonight. They're, write it down. Whatever it is, plus 200. Put the house on it. They're winning tonight. Actually, don't put the house on it. I don't, I don't give recommendations. I don't tell you what to do. Next. So that'll bring us into our daily dinger. We actually hit one of these last night with Dom Smith. So, Steve, who you got tonight? It feels like a cop-out, but at the same time, he has been scuffling. I'm going Fernando Tatis Jr. in course at plus 180. They're facing the uh, Chichi Gonzalez, who's allowed nine home runs. and that in, uh, stinks. 53 in a third innings this year. And look, like, they got beat up by Austin Gomber last night. So I don't really think this good Padre team is going to get shut down two days in a row. Unfortunately, we saw Tatis have his one big moment of the month at City Field against our match with that big grand slam against the now DFA Jacob Barnes. But I really believe in Tatis. Obviously, he is the leading favorite for MVP in my eyes. And I think uh, he's due a big day. And why not have that in course Field? I love that. Also, the grand slam is probably courtesy of Miguel Rojas and not so much Jacob Barnes. But that's besides the point. Um, I like that. I'm going, with, I'm going back to the well. This is my third time that I'm picking this guy this year, and he hasn't played either time. I'm going Nick Castellanos. He's plus 300 against Brett Anderson. He's hitting 492 with an 1151 OPS versus lefties. Against Anderson, he's 8 for 21, which is 381, two doubles and a homer. I'll just take the plus 300. Like, hopefully he doesn't, you know, he's not scratched with, like, a backache or something. Reach out the roof. I don't have to worry about a rain out in Milwaukee, but uh, that's my guy tonight. Yeah, I like that. I mean, hopefully he hits, what, two home runs and the Brewers win, so we both win our bets right here. But, you know, picking red-hot players is never a bad thing. Right, right, exactly. And now our Nerfy, which has not been great, this is all on This is all on Inman today. I'm cool. out on Nerfy, so it's all on you. You're staying, in a, you're staying in a game that you already picked. Let's go. Yeah, so I'm one and one in my Nerfies in my uh, Daily Dingers career over here. I'm going Tigers at Royals again. You know, it's Casey Mize, Mike Miner. Casey Mize has been great, as we said, and Mike Miner's been very hit or miss. You know, a one-run start, a five-run start, one-run, five-run. So it's it's going to come down to the offense for me, and these offenses stink. Like, who is really going to beat you tonight? Is it going to be Benintendi? Is it, like, you know, Whit Merrifield? I mean, those are the best guys we're talking about, guys without a lot of power. So – that's how, to me, you're going to win these nerfies is picking against lineups without a lot of power. Like the odds of a, a you know, stringing along three hits in a row in today's eras is not is not great. So you go with them, and uh, I really like that a lot at minus 109. All right. I'm not going to say whether I like it or I don't like it because I don't want to jinx anything, but that's the nerfie, Tigers-Royals. There you go. And before we get out of here, is there anything else you like? I know the board's gross, so there might not be. Yeah, the board's pretty gross. I mean, obviously the Mets last night, you know, they got it done in a matchup where I did not think they were going to get it done with David yeah, Peters. I, mean, I think the Mets are going to do it again tonight. Taiwan Walker has been so good, Steve. So good. Probably the best free agent signing of the of the uh, offseason. Yeah, he's been really good. You're right about that. I like like I'm I like pain, so I might go I might take the Pirates tonight. They're on an eight-game losing streak. Um the Nationals are I, – I mean, I do think the Nats could make a run for the NLE still, but if the Mets keep playing like this, they're not going to. Um, I, I kind of like the Pirates to beat the Nats tonight. Maybe. I don't know. Corbin's been okay. The only thing is, like, 
the Pirates don't really hit lefties. So I'm going to see what happens when uh, game time comes around and where the line moves. So, But, Steve, once again, thank you for joining me, sir. Thanks for having me, Steve. Of course, of course. And, like, you'll be back next Tuesday as well. So. Everybody, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Tuesday, June 15th. For Steve Inman, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.